You're listening to the Unqualified Advice Show with Scott McGlynn. going on everybody episode number four can't believe i've been doing this four times i feel like i'm gonna say that after i've probably done it like 50 times or whatever but i hope hopefully we keep we keep going we keep going uh and, and maintaining consistency so i got a lot to go through today so i'm i'm gonna try to uh not waste time but i'm wasting time right now okay the thought of the week this week that this i'm gonna keep this one's kind of short the thought of the week this week is just about self-control and the importance of making sure you're doing what you can uh, to work on self-control. I saw a video this week from Eric Thomas. He's also called E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. Great video. It, it was on his LinkedIn and probably all his social media. And it really talked about the importance of self-control. And, and I got to say, it's one of the most important things that you can have is just you got to focus on making sure that you're taken care of. And making sure that you're in control. You can't control what everything else happens in the world. You can only control the things that you do and how you react to something and the things that you think about. And you truly can uh, control the things that you think about and and focus your energy uh, in the right places. I got to say, I refuse to believe that my willpower is weaker than any chemical reaction my body can create. So that's... That's self-control, work on self-control. It's a continuous struggle. Nobody's perfect, but keep moving forward and keep trying to uh, maintain self-control. So that's the thought of the week. Pretty quick, pretty simple. I got a lot of questions this week. We have a lot of responses, a lot of stuff I want to get through. So first, last week I asked you guys at the end of the episode, do you think that Mean Girls is a chick flick? The answer is obviously yes. But I got some feedback which counters that. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read some of that uh, feedback that I got. And uh, I'll let you decide what the right answer is. So some of the feedback said, I think I'd consider it more of a comedy. I'm not going to say that Mean Girls isn't a comedy, but I'd say it's more than that. It's definitely a chick flick also. Uh, Someone said, good question. I would say yes, but more of a comedy. Best chick flick ever. I got to agree. I think it's the best chick flick uh ever created uh, someone else said no comedy well they're i feel like they're they're being too um too strict in their definitions of what a movie is someone else said chick flick uh somebody else said chick flick uh uh but they can't remember the last time they wanted to watch it well they should because it's a great movie uh somebody says no more of a comedy Somebody says, not sure. I did go to the pre-screening for it, though. Well, good for you. I'm glad you uh, you knew ahead of time that it was going to be such a, a great movie. So I got to say, it, it sort of split. So uh, we're going to have to leave it at that. It's it's uh, both a chick flick and a comedy. So that's pretty simple. All right, let's talk to the questions that people asked me for my advice. Somehow people are still asking for my advice after episode four. So I guess that means uh, we're on to something. All right, question number one this week. Uh, The question says, how come when someone gets sent home on The Bachelor, they always think they're never are going to find love? 
I don't know if you guys know this, but I watch The Bachelor sometimes. I don't, I'm not like a crazy follower, but I recognize it's a really stupid show. But it, I don't know, it sort of like drags you in. I, I'm not saying I'm proud of that fact that I watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I, and again, I don't watch it all the time. But sometimes when there's nothing else on, it'll it'll suffice. So this, you know, this is a great question. Why does everybody complain never going to find love? Like, you know, first episode, he gets rid of, uh, I don't know, like 15 uh, potential mates. And half of them are like crying because they're like, oh, he was the love of my life. You met the guy for a day and maybe you had some understanding about who he was before. But come on. Come on, stop being pathetic. Like he, if you're like the last two or three or maybe five, like I get it. Like maybe you actually fell in love with a, a person in three weeks or something like that. But come on, you're you're a uh, you're a grown adult. Figure it out. Obviously, if you were the one for him, he wouldn't have sent you home. So figure it out. Find somebody else. Stop whining about it. That's my thought about the uh, the bachelor and bacheloress contestants who get sent home and whine about it. All right, the next question I got, um, I got to say, first sort of uh, real question that I've gotten so far. All right. What do you do when everything had changed and all you have are glory days to feed your intense need for something meaningful, but all you want are the glorious days again? But this time, it, but this time bigger because you realize you weren't thinking big enough the first time. All right, so this is kind of... So it, it, the question to me is almost when you think you've peaked, right? How do you, or all you want are the days that, I guess the glory days, I'll, I'll steal it from them. Well, I got to say, life continues on and the past is a great, um, a great guide for what the future can be, but you can't, the past is the past. You can't change it and you can't keep running towards uh, what you used to be or, or what, used to happen to you so you've got to take what life is now and make the best of it so you know use the past as a way to make sure you've learned from it and that you can use it for the future and I got to say one of the things that I've started to to come across is the importance of pivoting life doesn't always go the way in fact life will never go the way you think it's going to go uh and so it's just a matter of constantly pivoting where your focus is. So something's going to happen and it's going to be outside of your control. And the only thing you can do is accept it and move on and just, and just pivot. I, I think that's the word that keeps coming to my head is just pivoting. So you're not really changing. You're just, you're sort of slightly changing your, your direction so that you're constantly moving forward and constantly growing. Let the glory days be the glory days. And try to make new ones. You know, nothing, the only thing stopping you from getting where you want to go is maybe the fact that you're looking in the past or the fact that you don't see the present and the future in front of you. So keep moving forward. Let the, the past be a, uh, a metric for which you can use and learn from. But keep moving forward. Keep going. Find You got to find something to keep you going besides how things used to be. Because then all your, your frame of reference is always going to be what it used to be. And you'll never be able to get exactly how things used to be. So get your point of reference somewhere else and keep moving forward. That's my advice on that. All right, the next question. 
Uh, do I believe the man flu exists? To give you a little background, if you don't know what the man flu is, uh, the man flu supposedly is that men are big babies, and when they get sick, it's way worse than when females get sick. Yeah, I believe in it. Definitely, 100%. So there was one time uh, I was sitting on the couch, and I said I had a fever. Because, you know, sometimes you can just kind of tell when you have a fever. You just kind of get hot and uncomfortable, and you don't feel good. And I told Amy, I said, Amy, I got a fever. And she goes, you don't have a fever. You're just being a baby. And I said, no, I have a fever. Like, I can feel it. I'm in tune with my body. I know how I feel. And she said, fine, go get the thermometer and take, uh, take your temperature. Well, I don't think I need to tell you what my temperature was to know that I was being a baby. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to give uh, too much credit there, but I, I might have had the man flu at that time. So I do think it exists. I become a big baby when I get sick. You know, I'm just so so tough most of the time. So that, that's got to come out when I get a little bit sick. So, yes, I believe the man flu exists. All right, another question I got. In the word scent... Which is silent, the S or the C? The craziest thing is I've thought about this before. You get a word like scent, right? S-C-E-N-T. So the smell of something. And which one is silent? Because if they're not both silent, it would be like skent, right? Like school or scott, skent. So one of them has to be silent, right? One of them has to be silent in the, in the word that talks about smells. Because both there's scent like I gave someone something I sent it in the mail s-e-n-t and then a scent right a penny c-e-n-t and then the obviously the word we're talking about s-c-e-n-t I feel like I'm in a spelling bee which I would not be very good at uh I gotta say I think the c is silent I'll call it the c because my name starts with an s even though it has SC, I would say S is more important than the C in my name. So I'm going to give it the S, the power in this word, and not the C. So the C is silent and sent. My, that's my final answer. All right, another, qu another question I got is, uh, all right, Apple has air, right? Amazon has fire. Google has earth. Why doesn't Microsoft have water? Hmm. So I think the answer is obviously it's not water. Water. It's ice okay and i don't know if you know this but microsoft had a project called uh, image composite editor and if you take that as a part it's ice right and it was a way to stitch panoramic images together now the only reason i know this is because i googled it so look at that the power of the internet so there you go it's actually microsoft ice all right, I think that's all the questions that I received. Well, that's probably not true. I probably received other questions that I forgot or didn't write down or didn't have prepared. So uh, if you sent them and I didn't answer them, send them again or just hope that I get them or continue sending questions. That's what I want to say. Keep going to the questions so I can keep giving you advice on stuff. All right, the question for you, the listener, that I need your advice on. Okay, this one... Uh, this comes from a deep conversation we had uh, one time, like two weeks ago, uh, where someone was eating spaghetti as a snack. And so my question to you is when, and if ever, can spaghetti be considered a snack? 
I want your insight. Again, get detailed. Like, I don't want, yes, spaghetti is a snack. Well, you can say that. That's fine. But I, I mean, I want to get detailed. I want to think about can spaghetti or pasta in general, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pack it up. Can pasta ever be just a snack? Send your comments to facebook.com slash unqualified advice show or unqualified advice show at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe on SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash unqualified advice or on iTunes, Google Play, uh, TuneIn Radio. Go ahead and like the Facebook page. Send your comments in. Send me emails. And keep a lookout on Facebook for sometimes I do live on Facebook or YouTube. I haven't figured out which one I like better. So keep an eye on that. We'll do like live stuff where you can ask me questions on the go and or you can just hang out with me or I don't know, spend some time with me. And I want to say just thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And until next time, you've been listening to Unqualified Advice with Scott McGlynn. Thanks, everybody.